Hi there. Welcome to the people who are coming in nice and early. Well done, very punctual. Um, there's just a couple of minutes before we get started. And before you do, you should be able to see there is a link to the Connected Packaging Survey. Um, you should be able to see that in the comment, se comment section there. Um, if you've got a couple of minutes before we start um, and you don't mind just taking a minute to fill that out, you do have the chance um, to then win a £100 Amazon voucher. So um, if you have got a second just before we start, please do take some time just to fill in the Connected Packaging Survey, for which the results will be revealed at the end of February at um, our next webinar. So if you don't mind, uh, just taking a couple of minutes um, to do that, and then we'll get this lovely webinar uh, out and on its way. Great to have you all here. Very excited uh, to be kicking off this, this webinar and obviously reopening up a session um, looking at sustainable packaging and connected packaging. So really exciting that actually um, you guys asked us to continue this and here we are today. This is a fantastic webinar looking at sustainable packaging, but also looking at connected packaging as well. And a big welcome to everyone who's here and a big welcome to everyone who is, is coming to their first uh, webinar with us today. A few couple of things before we get underway. As I've said, there's a link there to the survey. Please do fill it in. Um, but also, um, one of the questions I always get asked, first of all, is if this will be recorded. It is a recorded uh, webinar. It will be available on YouTube on our Talking Giraffe session. Uh, it will also be available on podcast as well. So a big welcome to everyone. This is our QA with Trudy Marge, where Hernan Berberman and Guillermo Dufranc will be showcasing their full presentation, which we saw a sneak preview with in our last one, called Connecting Packaging to Save the Planet. So I'm really excited to have you all here today. And let's really understand and learn a little bit more about connected packaging and sustainable packaging. These are some methods that can really be employed for sustainability and sustainability messaging. As I said, this is a live stream session. So not only is it being recorded, but it also does give you the opportunity. And we really want you to take advantage of that to add your questions into the QA box or the comment box and in the Zoom window. And then we will try and get through all of them in the session today. If you're watching us on LinkedIn Live as well, please do leave a comment and we'll be able to forward those to our lovely panellists today as well. So a big welcome to everyone. I'm Jenny Stanley. I'm founder and managing director of Appetite Creative, and we are pioneers in the connected packaging industry. And I welcome you all to this unique and this exclusive event for packaging professionals and enthusiasts. As the global leaders in the connected packaging and smart packaging sector, it's really exciting to see more and more brands understand the opportunity that smart packaging and connected packaging brings to them, but also see the change in which brands are really taking uh, and embracing the new opportunities to be able to put the planet um, ahead of some of their goals as well. So it's not new to talk about sustainability, and I think there's been a huge trend that has been gathering pace after COVID. And sustainability practices, campaigns, and pledges have been essential to almost all consumer uh, brands in the last couple of years. Customers are definitely focusing more and more on how their favorite companies 
are working to help reduce climate change, lower their carbon footprint, how are they going to be better for the planet, become B Corps. An eco-friendly strategy has become essential to retaining loyalty customers, attracting new ones and protecting the brand's integrity as well. So we're really looking forward to seeing some examples, some fantastic examples that Hernan and Guillermo have put together. And really, we have the opportunity to understand where connected packaging really comes into this as well, because it enables the brands to have that two-way conversation and not just educate about perhaps why the packaging is sustainable or what the sustainable commitment is from a particular brand, but it also allows brands to stand out. It allows them to offer something a little bit different, um, whether it be the way that they have packaged, whether it be their environmental um, friendly pledges, it gives them the ability to connect physically to connect with their consumers. And by doing so, engaging users, involving users, and this being a fantastic way to actually avoid greenwashing, um, which is a massive thing also. We talk about sustainability, we talk about trends, but also greenwashing as well. So a fantastic way to be able to really show what you're doing and actually involve your consumers in doing so. So as some of you already know, we had a previous event, Connected Packaging and Sustainability Goals for 2023. It successfully came to an end and we had an extremely high percentage of the audience reaching out and requesting us uh, to have our sequel, which we're here to do today. So our session today will be divided into two parts. We have Herman with us and Guillermo um, from Trid Image, and they are here to talk to us with their presentation called a Connected Packaging to Save the Planet. The second part, we will really be dedicating time to ask them your questions from the QA box, uh, QA box sorry, which you have at the bottom of the Zoom window, and you have the ability to um, answer, uh, sorry, ask um, anything you would like our panelists to answer in the comments section also on LinkedIn. So we'll try our best to get through them all. So please do feel free to ask as much as you want. So before we begin, um, a big welcome to you both, Hernan and Guillermo, muchas gracias um, for your time today. Um, maybe you could just give us a quick introduction, a, a quick update um, for those of us who, who did not see you on the last uh, webinar. Maybe just give us a quick update, uh, a quick intro as to who you are, um, and then we can allow you to take it away. Um, first to you, Hernan. Hi, Jenny. Hi, everybody. I'm Hernan Braverman. I'm partner and creative director of 3 Image, which is a branding and packaging design agency based in Buenos Aires in Argentina, working globally. And we have been on working on this industry for 27 years, so quite a long time. And very happy to, to share our insights regarding sustainable packaging and connected packaging uh, on this webinar. Thank you very much and a big welcome to you. Guillermo, over to you. Hi, Jenny. Thank you for, for this invitation. And I'm I'm very happy to be here because I always say that I, I, I'm, thank you, I'm thankful not for being here, but just for caring about this subject that is quite um, interesting. And, and I think it's something that we have to address as industry. Uh, I am a graphic packaging designer. I have been working with Trend Image for 20 years. So, um, and in the last 10 years, we have been in diving into sustainability and, and trying to push the industry to go in the right direction. So what we are doing nowadays is trying to, to provide knowledge, messages, and, and, and strategies to create 
this sustainability industry to create uh, an in, an industry that is sustainable. So um, really happy to be here. I'm looking forward to start talking about this amazing subject. Fantastic. Then I'm going to let you do exactly that. The floor is yours. We will collect all of the QAs, comments and questions uh, for the session afterwards. I leave you to present. Thank you very much. Thank you all for being here and giving us this opportunity to talk about a journey that uh, through sustainable packaging with this lovely audience. Uh, I will start with a personal story. This is a, a story of a personal and professional transformation. You have surely heard countless stories like this. However, this story has a reverse moral. What matters here is not what is inside, but it's what it's outside. <laughs> I am sure you're looking forward to knowing what is the magic material that makes sustainable, environmentally friendly, green, or whatever you want to call it. But that's not what you will find in this talk. There are no magic formulas or universal truth about what material is better than other. Instead, I invite you on a trip. That is what I have liked to know when I started to wonder about packaging and waste. It was the summer of 2011 when my wife and my son went for the first time to Obosone, a hippie town of Argentinian Patagonia in the 70s. We rented a small house. They asked you to sort our waste. That was the first time in my life that I was requested to do such a thing. They gave us a garbage bag for two bins. At first, it seemed weird to have to think about where to throw its thing, in addition to having to clean everything with a piece of paper to minimize the use of water. From that moment when I had to think about whether to throw the garbage in the green or black bin, my mission has been to have fields of flowers instead of garbage dumps. As a packaging designer, I can't believe how I had ignored the negative impact of waste. That is something that they didn't teach me in college or university. Firstly, I was obsessed to eradicate waste but soon I realized it wasn't enough or possible to change all the materials already used in the packaging industry. And I also knew that relying only on recyclability was not an option. The scale and speed of raw material extraction created devastating reality, resulting in biodiversity loss and increased in global warming, having dropped followed by heavy rains leading to floods because the soil is not able to absorb such a quantity of water. So it's not just a problem of managing waste. Everybody asks me, what is the most sustainable packaging? And the answer is, it's complicated. Sustainable packaging doesn't exist because packaging alone cannot do anything to be sustainable but our actions can. And let me say this again, sustainable packaging doesn't exist. Moreover, packaging cannot be more or less sustainable, but rather has a greater or lesser environmental impact. Every packaging material comforts nature from a certain point. Plastics come from the oil industry, 
responsible for great environmental burdens. Paper and cotton demand massive amounts of water. Glass needs a lot of energy to mud raw materials and transport them because it's heavy. Metal raw materials are imprisoned in all regions and they need a lot of energy, industrial processes and transport. So every, every packaging material has an environmental impact. Don't panic, I won't say that in 1983, the United Nations defined sustainable development as a way to meet our needs without compromising the future, need, the future generations. Well, I have already said that. But this concept of progress includes the social and environmental dimensions, something that we didn't address since the Industrial Revolution, where growth is measured only from the economic point of view. To meet the definition of sustainable packaging, the actions of a company have to consider much more than the material. Don't worry, I won't bore you with the 17 sustainable development goals. I won't. However, you should know them if you haven't already. At this point, I'm sure we all agree that linear economy is not good, even when it's validated by several life cycle analysis or life cycle assessment that says that throwing away is more sustainable than washing to reuse and recycle. We also know that recycle alone is not enough because it's got economical, technical, and behavioral barriers. Circular economies may be a utopia, I admit it. Instead, I think it's better to consider it a philosophy, an ethical conduct, a way of living life. I've, I like to think that circular economy is a way of giving back to nature some of the wonderful things it gives us. I know, I have already told you I went to a hippie village, a holiday. We shouldn't depend on a single solution, but on a combination of different approaches that helps us to create as minimum waste as possible. A majority of sustainable package, and I did some research in the last few years, I found some interesting, though imperfect, companies which I would like to talk about so you get your own thoughts about them. Brudel has been conceived in 2007 in the garage of one of the two founders and they made EPA fashionable. At the beginning of 2020, they rebuilt a new design that seemed to have bleached their rebellious identity from the past. The chains come hand in hand with a sustainable policy that defined Brudog at the first carbon negative year. They say they remove more carbon than they emit. They bought over 2,000 acres in the heads of Scottish Highlands to create Brudog forests with native trees to remove carbon from the air. By counting emissions and having to offset them, any company should seek to reduce them. In that way, BrewDog learned that aluminum cans have a considerably lower environmental burden when compared to glass bottles. Aluminum is undefinable recyclable. It is one of the best paint materials and has high recycling rates. This is why they decided to put on selling their bottling line. However, they didn't sell it. 
Lupt offered to reuse glass bottles with a one pound deficit. Unfortunately, I'm not sure if this program is still working, but it's not because it is not a sustainable solution. On the contrary, it's more to do with the lack of interest and commitment of choppers, stores, and government regulations that are more worried about their convenience than about the environment. Anyhow, we can learn from this that it's not the material of the packaging that makes it, that makes it more or less sustainable, but the system where it is working. You surely know that Oli is a brand of beverages, yogurt, cream, and ice cream made with oats. If you're like me, you are surely wondering why they use multinaminating plastic packaging, how is it recycled, and why they don't they use glass and things like that. Well, waste management, it's only part of the Oatly sustainability policy. They say almost, of their emission, uh, almost half of their emissions come from the crops and ingredients, 24% from transport, 12% from the energy they buy, and packaging with 13%. As we can see, the materials used for packaging represent a minor part of the emissions of unwanted gases in the atmosphere. That is why it's so difficult to change them from other ones that represent higher emissions. And this doesn't happen only to Oldly, but to practically the entire packaging industry. They say that switching cow's milk from this old drink reduces 73% of greenhouse gas emissions. They also tell you about it in the front of the packaging being the only ones who did something for the planet was not enough to change the world. So they created the Hay Food Industry campaign to raise people awareness and demand that the food industry show their figures. The packaging design is informative and also entertaining, something that we all can learn from them. Far from being perfect, they are questioned for claiming that all milk in general has less environmental impact than any cow's milk, when in fact, it is a study of a particular type of production used for the convenience. Nobody's perfect. The seventh generation concept is based on an ancient philosophy. The decisions that we make today should result in a sustainable world seven generations into the future. Since 1988, seven generation has formulated plant-based home and personal care products that help to avoid contaminating water with chemicals. This is one of the companies that began to use post-consumer recycled plastic and to try to reduce it. They commented that in 2020, 69% of the plastic they produce had recycled content. In 2011, they launched the first portal made of paper for laundry, reducing 66% of the plastic. This is good, but not so good, because it mixes various types of materials inside a high plastic bag and a plastic cap that both could be recycled if someone takes care of them. But all, we all, but all we know that it's 
very difficult that being recycled doesn't mean that it will be recycled. We replaced the traditional fully, why replacing the traditional fully recyclable plastic bottle? Oh yeah, because it is plastic, but the paper bottle has plastic inside and in the cup. So we are trapped. Paper bottles are getting a lot of attention and investment nowadays. So we need to think about what we are going to do with them in the near future. But let's keep that for another conversation. They developed a new line that finally doesn't use plastic. For me, the good thing is not only that, but also that they are reusable and can be refilled several times. Man, you get ready to clean differently because now these products are powders rather than liquid. Oh, does it bother you? Didn't you want them not to use more plastic? Okay, change needs friends. These products are first sold through an e-commerce store focused on sustainable products. Could it be that the market is not yet ready for this on a massive scale? Since 1995, Lush has been leading the wave in conscious cosmetics. The recipes are vegetarian to a large extent also vegan and aren't tested on animals. Most, most are solid products, so they don't need any type of packaging. Their products have intense colors and have attractive shapes displayed as if they were at grocers. It makes you want to take a bite, but you will end up foaming at the mouth. Solid products like soap and bath bombs need very little to be protected. It seems to me that such a large wall for a single use seems like a waste, but they also make solid shampoo, conditioner, and toothpaste bites that save a great amount of water, space, energy of transportation, and packaging materials. The products that need packaging are black and white to avoid colors that have fewer opportunities for recycling. I know black plastic is controversial, but if, we, if all the packaging colors were white, black, and gray, the recycling process would be more efficient. Lash developed an app, APP, that provides new shopping experience. Simply scanning the product, you will find relevant information without the need of packaging. You can also learn about the different charities supported by each Lush product. In 2002, a Dutch journalist discovered that chocolate manufacturers were honoring the agreement to end the slavery of African farmers. Tony's Chocolonely was born to ensure 100% slave-free chocolate production, working directly with agricultural cooperatives. It was called Tony's Chocolonely because it was the lonely struggle against inequality in the chocolate industry. The result of the packaging design is a visual identity with bright and optimistic colors with lots of hand-drawn topography. In some way, it symbolizes the artisan work behind the production of cocoa. Tony's bars use structural product design in the most powerful way I've ever seen. I am not saying because the brand logo is engraved or a prominent part of the bar, 
but because its brand message hits you in the face. When you wrap a Tony's Chocolonely bar, what catches your eye are the irregular shapes. Each bar is divided unequally with the slippery lines to make it impossible to split the bar evenly. This represents the reality of the chocolate industry that Tony dreams of changing. The chocolate bars are packed with uncoated paper with a percentage of recycled material and a beaching paper part is FCC certified. They have separated layer of aluminum film, so both materials are recyclable and easy to separate. They also inform you about the issues of sugar intake. In the social media, they show how many grams of sugar they are, they are per piece in a chocolate bar. In this way, they raise awareness on not to abuse of chocolate in order to stop more than slavery. As nobody is perfect, they have been reported to buy cocoa from the big companies that create the Puma conditions that they're fighting against. But however, they struggle to work and always trying to work with direct, directly with uh, agricultural persons. So we have just seen it's not just packaging. It's about the whole story. Sustainable packaging doesn't exist, but our actions can make it sustainable. We need to close the loop of packaging to create the prevention of unmanageable waste. We need to develop different ways to reuse, recycle, and compost so we reduce destruction of raw materials by using them as much as possible. Recycle materials to create new packaging and compost biological matter to create clean energy and fertilizers. We need special streams for each and also engage the consumer to change their behavior with persuasive communication. Now, I want, you, I want to invite Anand to comment how could connected packaging help to create a sustainable future? Thank you, Guillermo. Um, the era of connected packaging has arrived. Now we can offer consumers access to a rich brand and product content through immersive and interactive experiences with a simple smartphone scan. More than ever, people are really using their mobiles to engage with brands, to discover products, to get special offers or get information. Connected packaging can provide product traceability, authenticate a product, tell user when to consume it, offer promotions, games, engage and delight, and even respond. Connectivity uh, and interactivity can come from a combination of technologies such as NFC, radio frequency identification, the Internet of Things, blockchain, QR codes, or augmented reality. At the same time, we can obtain revolutionary information about our audiences, so when someone scans a packaging, it sends real-time information directly to the manufacturer that allows to optimize the consumer experience. Connected packaging 
is an incredible, powerful tool to build a bridge between brands, products, and shoppers, a real bridge. So we can tell about the brand's mission and purpose for a better world and provide relevant information about the end of life of packaging, how to reuse it, recycle or compost it. The communication power of connected package is really endless. Today, consumers are looking to verify a brand promise. Shoppers want to know exactly what product they are buying, where it comes from and how it was made. So the pressure to design more sustainable solutions is constant and brands are challenged to reduce waste and encourage shoppers to recycle and reuse, all while maintaining a relevant brand story and experience. Connected packaging can enable greater traceability and transparency in the supply chain, allowing companies to track the journey of a product from production to even disposal. So this can help companies to identify areas where they can reduce waste and improve the sustainability of their packaging. Connected packaging can also enable better recycling and waste management. QR codes can provide consumers with information about how to properly dispose of or recycle the package, helping to reduce the amount of waste that ends up in landfills. There is a real opportunity here for brands to increasingly involve consumers in the sustainability and recyclability story of their product and packaging. Connected packaging also can provide consumers with more information about the products they are purchasing, such as their environmental impact. This can help them to make more informed choices about the products they buy, which can in turn encourage companies to use more sustainable packaging. For example, herbal essences created an augmented reality experience to bring awareness to plastic pollution in our waterways. Each scans allows users to learn more about the story behind the company's bottles made out of plastics picked up from some of the world's dirtiest beaches. Brands that explore the potential of smart and connected packaging to create content and functionalities that add value to the experience will undoubtedly be the ones that best harness the potential of these technologies as they become the norm. We must future-proof our brands. We really don't want to finish saying, talk less and do more. There has never been a better time to be a designer. Despite the challenges we face as an industry, we don't give up. This moment is a unique opportunity to change, to make this a better world, to rethink packaging and bring something more conscious something more sustainable and something that offers a truly human experience by combining the physical and the digital. We designers continue to dream, to drive the dream of a better tomorrow. So the only way we can really save the planet is doing it together. So we invite you to follow Brandman Postcard, scanning the QR code on the left, and if you want to get the book Packaging to Save the Planet, you can do it on Amazon with a QR code on the right. Thank you very much. 
And thank you to you both. Some great examples there. Um, really nice uh, to be able to see a whole mixture of different examples of both sustainable, but also the connected packaging as well. So really, really great to see that. Um, let's start off with some of the questions that we've got um, from some of the audience, and then um, I've got some of my own as well. Um, first question, first question in from Adam Peake. Um, his, his first time call, a long time listener. Two questions. Where do you encourage brands to go who want to use data-based sustainability metrics? Uh, well, I, um, if I, if you let me to start, I will start thinking about what are they doing and why they are doing what are they doing. So I think the best part is to start thinking uh, what you are able to do, what is uh, something that is that you can manage, but because changing the world is not is not something easy. You cannot change the world, but you can change your world. So starting from inside to what is the what to assess what is your activity, how how are you doing things and why you are doing it, it's a great way to start. And secondly, is to start where do you want to go? So uh, because sustainability is such a broad subject that is hard to define what is exactly what you have to do. But thinking about your processes that optimize your, your energy consumption, your all, all the stuff that, that you can control and, and what are the things that you are doing uh, and what you can do better is a great way to start. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think metrics are really, really important around everything that we're doing. And I think that's one of the great things that obviously connected packaging does bring as well. So you can actually link the two things. So if you are actually saying you're doing a reduction uh, in carbon or, or your carbon footprint, you can actually prove that you could actually have some connected packaging showing that metrics. Um, but also the great thing about the connected packaging, like I think you were saying, Hernan, in, in, in some of the examples or some of the imagery you had there as well, there's very much uh, a huge opportunity to be able to actually report on the type of metrics that um, the sustainability packaging has, right? So the digital experience um, has the ability there to be reported on uh, through metrics as well. I don't know if there's anything else you want to add there, Hernan. Yeah, actually, uh, when you connect the packaging, you are turning a physical object into an, a digital one. So you can start um, having a lot of data that will help uh, enhance that situation, especially uh, when we think about sustainability, what you can measure, you can change. So uh, I, I, I really believe, we really believe that um, connected packaging would help to to reach this uh, sustainable goal that we were talking about on all this uh, presentation. Yeah, absolutely, and it gives you the ability to include uh, your consumers, so they can actually see real time metrics, real life metrics as to what's happening, uh, either based on their purchases or or obviously purchases as a whole. So you know that makes absolute sense. Yeah. The same question from Adam, I think, is some self-promotion around his podcast. Uh, for the people, uh, packaging or, or people of packaging, I think is his pod podcast. So check out, check out Adam. 
Um, we've got another question here, a, a much wider question, and I think, Guillermo, I'm going to put it to you first. And, and the question is quite direct, is do you think that brands who don't stand for anything um, or don't move will be wiped out? Well, I think that the time is running and consumers are more aware and more... Um, uh, they want uh, sustainable policies, and although <laughs> it is hard to to charge more <laughs> for sustainable products. Um, I think that if you can meet the same uh, needs of the of the shopper and you can bring uh, a plus with the triple impact, considering environmental and social impact, you will get noticed more than the other ones that they are not doing that. And I hope in the near future with all the regulations that we are having, uh, this will be the norm. So it is better to start doing something because otherwise the, the consumers or the government with the regulations will leave you out of the game. So I think it, uh, if you want to become relevant, it is better to start doing and wondering about sustainability and what you can do about it. Because mostly what they want to do is to get rid of plastic or to, or change into paper. And it's not just like that. We have seen many examples here that we are using the same aluminum can, the same glass bottles, the same plastic containers that we already have in the market. But uh, we can do a lot of things to improve and reduce, to improve our our our, uh, our businesses and reduce the carbon footprint and the waste creation. And, and we can work towards a reduction of creation of waste. And it's, that is the, the step in the right direction. So I recommend, yes, to start doing something. And some things that you do cannot be claimed although they can be told with connected packaging because you can tell a story there. Although you are not legally authorized to claim it on the packaging, but yes, you can do uh, a lot of things that are, for example, uh, waste management, uh, reducing energy consumption, uh, reducing transport. There are a lot of things and it is better to start doing something. Oh, yes, I, I, I tend to agree. Um, but you don't want to be so bold to say they'll be wiped out. Hernan, uh, what, what, what about yourself? Anything to comment on that at all? Yeah, I, I think that um, our hopes are with the new generations. I have a, a boy, a 13-year-old boy and a, and a nine-year-old girl. And I think they... They are. They, they see the world and 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 ask for for the industry as a whole for a, a new level of responsibility. They 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 are super aware of of what happens with uh, waste, what happens with water. So uh, I guess uh, as they become the new uh, consumers, um, all the industry will have to respond. So because they are voting with their pockets, and that, that in that way. Uh, I I um I have the hope that uh, we will reach a better at least a better situation that we are faced to today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the one of the most simplest ways I think that um, a brand can have the smallest amount of impact, yet yet make so much um, from that. In, in when we're thinking about connected packaging, is actually uh, just simply putting some instructions as to where this particular package goes. 
because you know I even and I work in this industry right but I even I'm thinking sometimes when I when I look at the colors of the bins well actually I don't know where it is to go and as you travel you know it, that comes back to maybe the beginning of your your story from the very beginning Guillermo as you travel the colors of the bins are different so in the UK, the colours of the bins in Spain and the colours of the, you know, in all these different countries are different. So then if you're travelling as well and you've got no idea, well, it just ends up in the landfill bin, doesn't it? Um, you know, so I think if, you know, even if we wanted to just take the smallest step forward, if we could have more people recycling because they actually knew where the packaging was to go, then I think it's a, a very easy way to have some big impact. So. You know, yes, I agree. Uh, brands who don't stand for anything are going to get left behind. I don't know about wiped out. Um, another great question: um, Is it is it really up to um, the the brands um, or the packaging companies to care about the sustainable packaging? Does it lie with um, the brands more than it lies with the with the packaging companies? I think that. We are all responsible for the situation that we are right now. So I don't blame an industry or a material or a company, but I blame us and me <laughs> because uh, I think it's the way with, with how we live life. It's how we understand the world. And the way we see the world is working is the way we continue doing things. So first of all, all we all we need to uh, quit the status quo, uh, we have to start doing something different in our lives. And we'll, we'll start doing something different in our jobs. So I think it's quite a, a, a social uh, shift, a cultural shift that we need to change consumer industry and governments because all we have to work together because we need to coordinate a lot of things that it's not only responsibility of one company or one industry because all the companies that now are, are seen as evil uh, were existing 100 or 200 years ago trying to create more products more accessible for more people to improve their quality of life so like Alan Pick says, packaging is great. It's awesome. Packaging is awesome because it allows us to consume a lot of things that otherwise wouldn't be possible to have. So we have to be thankful, thankful. But we have thought that in a way that is not sustainable in the scale that we are growing as, as a population. So I think now there's another unintended consequences that we were looking at that we need to change. So it's not that evil people wanted to, uh, to devastate the world and create harm. Otherwise, they were trying to create more products for more people that can improve their lives. So I am thankful about that. I'm not looking at that. Like, uh, what, what, who are the evil ones? Uh, who are the responsible? Because I think it's the way or we, or we think that we have to consume products uh, so uh, I, I encourage everyone to think about their own habits, to start realizing what they have to do um, uh, in, the, in, the, in, in your daily routines, in your work, in the way that you, you, purchase, you, you purchase things. And then we'll, you will realize what is 
what we have to change in the industry, in the society in general. Mm, definitely. I, you know, I don't think you can blame one or the other. I, I, I quite agree there. And also you've got to look, if, if we were proportioning blame, you've got to look to the consumers as well, right? Because, um, you know, even if you can spend millions of pounds as a, as a brand or a packaging company, if it ends up in the wrong bin anyway, it's not going to be recycled. It's 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 almost half good and not all good. I don't know, Hernan, have you got anything else that you want to to add to that? Yeah, um, it's it all comes to to the system. I think it's uh, sustainability is a, requires a systematic uh, methodology, and it's all related to to how we have been living our lives. Since uh, the fifties, from that last century, we 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 were so used to the linear economy because it, it's so convenient for us. It's just consuming, consuming, and not not taking into account what what happens afterwards. So uh, there is a conscience that have been uh, it's it's been wakened in the last 10 years at least and we are in the journey to to change this way of of acting and it all comes to to our conduct the way the way we we expect how we become uh, used to new ways of consuming and and that will change everything in the coming years definitely definitely um we've got a question in from michael joseph um, and he says many of the products displayed in the presentation um, are not sealed. Do you have an idea of what the sealed green packaging market looks like? ASTM guidelines call for sealed strength testing, um, which is pertinent for transport, mainly positive fresh applications for candy, chips and other foods. I don't know if you've got any examples that spring to mind, Hernan or Guillermo, of sealed uh, sustainable packaging. Um what is sealed? <laughs> I don't get that. The, the sealed, Sorry. Close is what I what I I feel he means. How to close? How to close the packages? Well, the that, but they're not sealed. Um, so they're not they're not uh, closed or sealed. I don't know okay. if Michael wants to add anything else to that, but I think that's what he means. Maybe he's. I don't know if he's um, referring to flexible packaging that needs to be sealed because fle flexible is one of the most difficult uh, areas of packaging to improve sustainability because um, we are mixing materials and need to, to mix materials in order to get better uh, barriers and, and also the temperature for sealing uh, um, flexible packaging is hard to achieve with one material, one 100% material, though they, they are advances. I think the important thing is not what is wrong now, but now we know that we need to address the problem. And now researchers are looking forward to, to have something equivalent as functionality and protection that that it could allow me to be circular because five years ago, nobody was looking for a packaging that could be circular. So, uh, yeah. so um, maybe, maybe we need to redirect the focus on research and where to look for uh, all the manufacturers are really looking forward to get a, not a new material, but a new way to produce materials um, because 
we already know what is in the industry and maybe there, there will be uh, breakthroughs like uh, seed packaging, seed-based packaging or grass-based packaging on something like that. But that will be for the biological side and, and, and we need to create the stream for, for compost uh, and in, in a greater scale. So it's hard to start thinking about those materials at the mainstream because we we haven't already created the the stream to 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 have those, so um, I I hope I have answered <laughs> the question. Although uh, he can explain. Well, I, I, I I think you have. I mean, Michael, if you if you feel that you want to add some more, then then please do jump in. I mean, I was also going to just mention that there's you know lots of changes always moving in terms of um, packaging companies always trying to bring out new things i mean we've just been working with a, a carton company where they've changed uh to the tethered caps which is also legislation led as well um you know and then also moving forward with with cartons where they've removed the aluminium layer um to be able to keep that um much much more 60 percent uh, more sustainable um as well in terms of reducing their carbon footprint so i think there's lots of lots of changes moving forward as both packaging companies and brands feel that they need to do that there is a lot of um, innovation um in this space um another uh, another question um anonymous attendee i think hen and I'll, I'll i'll pass this to you if you want uh, let's see um it may have already been mentioned, I may have missed it, but is the connected packaging uh, somehow connected or linked to recycling capabilities that each country or market has? Hand on over to you. Sorry. Uh... Sure, the, the question um, from an anonymous attendee is just asking about connected packaging, I think a little bit more. Um, they're asking, is it linked to recycling capabilities of each market? Of course it could be, but it could be a lot more, right? Yeah, uh, there is um, information dimension that could be enhanced by, by connected packaging. As you mentioned, many consumers are super uh, aware of, of that something that how, to, how they should properly dispose or reuse uh, packaging. And there, there is a place where connected packaging could help uh, to educate consumers uh, because uh, as Guillermo has, uh, he has coined recently a term which is uh, e ecoglyphics, like geroglyphics of, of ecological geroglyphics, because nowadays uh, consumers are faced with a lot of strange symbols, which are even, they are not standardized and you can find a lot of numbers, yeah. uh, strange uh, symbols, and people are, uh, are completely um bc taking what should i do with this and they are i think that uh, just by scanning the package you, you can gain a lot of real estate in terms of communication usually you are very constrained in a, in a package facing to, to communicate a lot about how to properly dispose something uh, and there comes connected packaging as a, a as a new canvas where you can extend the, the, the packaging, the brand the brand story, and also this chapter, which is uh, even more important uh, today. Def definitely, I mean, connected packaging can be so much more than just uh, information around uh, the 
the carbon footprint or the recycling um, capabilities. It can do so much more than that. But of course, in terms of sustainability, it has the option to do, you know, loyalty card programs and um, all of these different things that you can be rewarding and, and really educating uh, the users about what, what's happening as well. Um, I just also wanted to ask, there's got so many questions here. I'm trying to, to trying to pick out the ones that I think we've got time to answer. Um, I, I wanted just to ask this question, um, which is, you know, what do you think the next five years uh, for, for, for brands will, will hold in terms of sustainability? Do you think that sustainability will still stay top of mind? Or is it more a strategy uh, companies are using now to differentiate themselves and sell more? Um, either of you guys can go for it. <laughs> I think it depends on the region because sustainability in general, I think it's a subject that it's really um, it's rooted into companies, especially into big companies and also into entrepreneurs that are striving to create brands and products and services that really address to sustainability. But regarding the packaging, we have regulations. So in Europe, uh, um, we have a clear direction, right? By 2030, all the packaging should be, no, 2025, I think. Uh, <laughs> they should be reusable, recyclable, and all compostable. So I think that's quite interesting because technically mm, a lot of products or materials could be recycled, but not in practice. But with this regulation, all the companies should be um, demanding recycled content from the from their um, from the manufacturers, so they will need to create the stream to recycle what they are doing. Otherwise, they cannot offer a packaging that is not widely recyclable. So I think that sustainability could be a, a nice world to have in your uh, in your statement and, and and in your branding, but it needs to be addressed seriously inside the company and also in the packaging that you are using because uh, there's another way because the regulations will start uh, spreading uh, the sooner the sooner the better but I think there's no escape from that uh, we have a lot of um, a lot of a lot of policies that in different countries not just in Europe that are trying to to create this this way of uh, of managing waste, that it's unavoidable. So I think it's not just a trend. It's not just a nice word. I have been, I've seen since the pandemic, I think it, it was something that really touched our hearts in the very deepest way. Um, uh, and the way we are talking about and doing this kind of webinar since 2020 is amazing. It's much more than the years before, and I have been working and researching uh, a few a few years ago since the pandemic and uh, and the acceleration I've seen since 2020 has not stopped. Uh, moreover, has been more uh, have spread it uh, strongly, um, and and I think. It's it's a great way to see how the world. I, I see a new world uh, that is taking shape with the sustainable mind and with um, with a conscious regarding the environment. I think that's great, and I hope that uh, it won't stop. Since, like Anna said, 
the young uh, people are, are truly more aware and not just following trends. They are really worried about uh, what we are doing to the world. And so I, I have a teenager boy, um, son, and, and he's, uh, he's truly aware of many things that I wasn't. Uh, at his age, so I, I am really, uh, I am really happy to, to to for being part of this new way of thinking the 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 industry. Definitely, I think yeah, it's a, a genuine. I think you were saying the same, Hernan, in terms of your your son as well. Um, yeah. Millard from 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 the audience asked. Well, first of all, says thank you so much for the webinar. So that's nice. Thank you very much yourself. Um, recycle does not um, always mean reuse um it, it also can be um no sorry recycle does not always mean reuse so is the recycle the solution or should we be reducing more materials and reusing them yeah absolutely we should be reducing the, uh, the extraction of raw materials and reusing a lot but in what we have seen in the in the last year that it's really hard to reuse in terms of traceability, especially for food. But we have a lot of things <laughs> to reuse that we are not reusing. For example, personal care and home care are categories that are easily addressed by reusability. But the barrier that it is behavior is that the, we are not used to have our containers to refill. But I, I'm, really, um, I'm really keen on reusing. And I think that will uh, reusing will reduce the need of raw material extraction and will reduce the recycling process. But it's something, as, as we said, the packaging sustainability has three, uh, th three legs. The most important one is the reuse, the reuse strategy because we reduce extraction of raw material and reduce environmental burdens from the recycling process. Then what we when we cannot reuse because of health issues or contaminations or uh, other, other uh, things that could affect the, the, the to keep the product secure, we need to recycle. And and there we have a lot of we had a lot of work to do because there are many packages that haven't been thought or created for recycling and they combine lots of materials and sometimes it's impossible to separate it but many times it's really possible to separate to easy separate those materials and to replace materials that are not widely recycled for the ones that are widely recycled so in in that way there there's a lot of there there's a lot of work to do and then we have the compostable strategy that it's interesting for for materials that are in contact with food and contaminated because otherwise they wouldn't be reused or wouldn't be recycled. So it's not just one solution. It's, as, as I said in the presentation, it's the combination of solutions. And the good thing about connected packaging is that they could tell us what is the stream for that, for that uh, packaging, for that material. So I think we need to create those streams, the different streams, and to uh, and to promote uh, a, a conscious way of using and, and, and set sorting waste. Uh, so that's my, my opinion. No, fantastic. We've got one quick 
Quick question here, Helen. Um, can connected packaging be the key to pass the message of sustainability easier to consumers? What else can brands do um, to pass this message? Um, I believe that in, in the near future, uh, we are expecting to have a, a breakthrough, which will be the metaverse. And that that, uh, that new dimension of, of of, of how we will live our life will make a significant uh, change for, for packaging and, and these systems that we created uh, early in the early previous century, which was basically the supermarket as, as a main point of, of, of the temple of, of consumption of, uh, on, and convenience. So as soon as, as we migrate to to this uh, metaverse uh, i believe that uh, this digital dimension of brands will help um reduce the the footprint of packaging and, and migrate all these symbolic uh, usage of of brands to to this uh, virtual dimension and and help to create a, a new way of of distributing products uh, to cost to customize them to to our needs based on algorithm based on uh, artificial intelligence something will emerge that will change this uh, system that we are currently living in so it's it's a first step to to start playing with this uh, connected virtual dimension of of brands which are and 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 a, and a product that is so physical like package can can start becoming to, to become can start to be a, like a window to a new dimension of the brand and start becoming used to 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 have this kind of information and that could help uh, drive to a to better journey in, in sustainability terms so uh, I guess this it's it's important to start embracing and playing with these technologies right now yeah absolutely and I think that's a great great uh, note to end on it really is about technologies innovation and embracing what new technologies allow us to do both in terms of the packaging itself but also secondly in terms of changing the mindset education engaging your consumers through through um, the connected packaging and, and other ways that you can do that as well so with that um we conclude our very special webinar thank you very much Helen. thank you very much Guillermo I love the presentation we'll be sharing it to everybody a big thank you uh, to everybody who turned up for all the questions as well. We've got a few more, so if we have got answers, we will also send them out uh, with the recording and, and the presentation. Um, so see you, see you very soon on our, our next webinar. It will be all about the answers to the Connected Packaging Survey. If you have got a chance to fill it in, you should be able to see the link in the comment section. By filling that in, you will have the opportunity uh, to win a £100 Amazon voucher. And of course, the results will be viewed at Revealed on the 28th of February with guests from SIG, the Pack Hub, Smurfit Capital Group and Avery Jennison. Thank you so much for everybody's time. Thank you again to our wonderful panellists and I'll see you again next time. Thanks very much. <laughs>